Hey, this is JD, the founder of JD Fitness and Nutrition and the founder of Dedicated Daily. You're watching the Dedicated Daily Sunday webcast. So actually last week, I had moderate success in my reviews of my video that I shared with, the, with my clients. And I actually ended up taking that video and putting it on the world according to JD podcast which i can't remember the i can't remember the name of the, of the video it was a long video it was the only video that i was able to post last week i had a lot of business going on last week so i was only able to do just that one sunday post uh i liked doing the sunday live stream and the sunday premiere and as i said the clients my clients and my supporters that watched it they liked it and they was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And they and they actually fed off some of the topics. And we actually had some dialogue. It's good to dialogue with you, you know, reason with one another. It's good to do that. Uh, because everybody that you know, they come from different perspectives, they have different points. As a health coach, there's a lot of things that I have to speak on that necessarily may not be in regards to exercise or in regards to macros or whatnot, because here's the thing we're talking about exercise. And I want to get into this real quick. So in regards to talking about exercise, I have two workout manuals, which I'm going to premiere on my dedicated daily LLC website, which I won't be premiering after this live stream. But once this live stream concludes, but I have two workout manuals. This this the Iron Wolf Alpha beginner boot six week beginner boot camp and the strength camp. That's the that's the advanced version of the beginner boot camp. My training manuals are for beginners, moderate beginners and moderate lifters and not only lifters but people who are looking to get into the world of exercise it is a strength both programs are strength and conditioning now the strength camp is definitely more barbell and more free weight work it's a strength camp you know it's about how to get stronger because i used to do powerlifting style of training and I still do it from time to time. I'm just not actively doing powerlifting training like I was doing. You know, I'm doing more of the 5K training that I had started doing a couple of years ago. I I have recently, you know, in the last couple of months, I have picked back up more cardiovascular style of training. So, you know, that's kind of a, a new endeavor, which which I'm gonna make a workout book in regards to that as well. But the beginner boot camp and the strength camp are my two workout manuals. Those are my to-go textbooks that I give any of my personal training clients as well as my health coaching clients. If you are ready to start working out, get that beginner boot camp. It's a six-week intense program. It's high intensity. It's weights. It's running. Got cardio. And even in the book, it has recommended foods lists. Uh, in both books, it got recommended foods list and uh, it has illustrations, pictures. Uh, it's a short it's a short ebook It's something that you can have on your phone in the gym and you can just scroll. So now with that being said, talking about exercise, most people know about at least somewhat about exercise. So that's only one part. That's only one part of health. You know, as I talked about last week, I know one of the topics I talked about was like high blood pressure and things like that. When I talk about high blood pressure, when I talk about um, men's health issues, black health issues, when I speak in regards to that as a health coach and as a entrepreneur, that has a business around health and wellness, it's imperative that I speak to those topics because 
going to the gym means nothing if you don't have the knowledge of all of the other pitfalls around you. You know, we can always tell people to, you know, um, go to the gym, go to the gym, go to the gym, go to the gym, work out, work out, work out, work out, which is cool. But sometimes that kind of advice turns into very dogmatic, very dogmatic type of rhetoric in a sense of, uh, and, and it's kind of off-putting when we do all of the, you know, the go hard, the workout, the, I mean, most people know, I mean, I don't think it take a genius to know that you need to work out. You know, it's just a matter if you're willing to do it or not. Some health coaches, some trainers, you know, they have a they have a different approach to how they, you know, to how they do things. Some trainers, they only train people that uh, they have weight limits on their training. You know, they have uh, if you have a certain amount of pounds to lose, they don't work with you. Uh, I've seen quite a few coaches with that, you know, and everybody has their different target. Everybody has their target market. My target for my personal training is for those who are beginners, because I was very I was a novice. I was unexperienced. I had no help, anything. So I had to do research. I had to find out I had to make my own path and I had to make my own um, and I had to make my own way into in the world of diet and exercise and in the world of fitness. You know, I, uh, you know, I lived an unhealthy life up until, you know, I ate unhealthy. You know, I, I, I was real obese up until I decided to change my life. So there are many people out here that are ready to change their lives, but they are, they want a program that can be tailor made for them. My, you know, that's you know that's my targeted group. There are a lot, like I said, you know, it's easy for someone who has always been active, who's always been fit, who's always played sports, you know, or or if you know you've always weighed you know, 160 pounds or whatnot, your your view on fitness is going to be a whole lot different than somebody who's been 300 pounds or somebody who is trying to get down from 300 pounds to, you know, to, to get their blood pressure right. Or, you know, uh, some people out here are playing with high odds in regards to their health, because I mean, health is, I mean, if you, if you look, if you look, people are becoming more and more unhealthier by the day. You have to, you have to teach people about eating and diets and uh, what to watch out for. As I stated last week on the live stream that I had last week about the fast food, about how um, black people in this country consume the most fast food, have the most health ailments, you know, so as a as a black health coach and as a black trainer, you know, I'm gonna holler at you about that because <clears throat> you need to know you need to know what the you need to know what to look for. You need to know what to watch. You know, um, like I said, health is more than just a treadmill. You know, health is a way of life. All of that bleeds together. You know, we have a lot of knowledge, but sometimes we put things in sectors. You know, we think that this only <clears throat> we think that only one principle applies to one sector of your life. Fitness applies to everything in your life. Your job applies to you can take skills from your job and apply them to all aspects of your life. You can take social skills that you have and apply them to all aspects of your life. So, you know, you have to be multi mentally multifaceted in a sense, you know, so that was just, uh, I just, I just wanted to talk in regards about that, about diet and exercise, because as I had said before, 
I know I've had questions about me. Some people have asked about, um, do I still train and things like that? And I do still personal train, but I'm switching more to online health coaching. I'm switching more to, you know, uh, even, you know, an internet uh, business as well as, you know, seeking other business ventures as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of branching out more into, you know, I, I'm expanding my umbrella. I'm expanding the umbrella of JD Fitness and Nutrition. JD Fitness and Nutrition was the original was the original company was the original idea and now it's dedicated daily is just an expansion of of that of the original idea of jd fitness and nutrition it's just a it's just rebranded because it's a supplement brand i i do hygiene products i do health coaching but i do supplements and that's my main thing so uh i'm gonna get into the detox in just a minute but like I said, that's, you know, that's my, uh, you know, so I'm just branching out in regards to that, but I still do personal training. I'm not a believer, you know, and I don't post a whole lot of pictures of my clients because I know that a lot of, you know, health coaches, you know, they, uh, you know, they make you stand out, you know, they take you with these transparency photos and all of this type of stuff. You know, I don't have to strip my clients to, you know, to prove to anyone or anybody that I'm a good personal trainer. You know, I don't have to strip you naked on my Instagram to show that I'm a good trainer. You know, I know a lot of people like that. And I know that's what a lot of people like to see. But I'm not here for everybody. You know, I'm not here to be a to be a superstar trainer. You know what I'm saying? I'm going after like, uh, what did it talk about in the, uh, what did it say in the Bible? Jesus said that I left, he left the 99 to go get the one. I'm going to get the one. I'm going to get the one. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to get the one who needs the help the most. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I just I just don't feel like that that is necessary because once again, as I said last week, health consciousness over image. And I don't want to get my clients too caught up in image based and that big and that makes dieting and that makes exercising and that makes a healthy lifestyle a task and a chore and like a job. You know, and that's not what I and that's not what I want to do. I don't intend to have, you know, I don't intend to make uh, I don't intend to make a hardship out of personal training. I don't tend to make, you know, out of your fitness journey. I don't intend to make hardships for you. I intend to teach you the best way. And, you know, you have to speak the language of the people that you, you know, you have the, uh, the people that you're training. You know, so just want to speak on that, you know, because I had some questions in regards to that. So I just wanted to just clarify some of those, you know, some of those questions. So, yes, I still do personal train, you know, but as dedicated daily, dedicated daily is a health coaching business. So I'm expanding more into the uh, into the health coaching sector. Opposed to just the more in the gym, you know, in the brick and mortar gym doing the workouts. So the 30 day supreme detox. This is my brainchild supplement. This is the best supplement that I have. I got a mucus relief supplement and which I had a cold last week and I took that mucus relief supplements. No lie. No lie. I ain't saying this to sell. I mean, I am saying this to sell, but I'm not making up. I'm not making this up. I'm not lying to you. I took that mucus relief. Uh, I took a mucus relief supplement that I had made. I took that, you know, uh, got rid of that cold in no time, got rid of that congestion and congestion in no time. But the 30 day, uh, the 30 day detox, it helps boost your metabolism. Because of the because of the properties 
that are in the that are in the capsules. Uh, it reduces your appetite. It aids in weight and fat loss. It also detoxifies your body as well. The properties in it help detoxify your body. Now you need to drink some water with this. I also on the dedicated daily website, <clears throat> I got a recommended food list and uh, instructions and an instructions list and a recommended food list and one gallon of water is what I ask. But, you know, of course, I know everybody can't drink a gallon of water, but that's what I ask. You know, definitely, you know, water is the I, like I said before, water is the key to life. You know, your body is made up of majority water. You know, so um, you have to make sure that you are flushing your body out because water plays an important role in your vital organs, in your vital signs, in your um, in your mental thing. You know, in your thinking, even in your thinking, uh, dehydration can cause dehydration can cause ailments within itself. You know. So and it also aids with digestion as well. It aids with digestion. So it's a 30 day detox. It's not a detox that I'm that is guaranteed like on TV to where you go and lose 60 pounds in a month or anything like that. No, it's not. It's a detox that you could take. It's a daily detox that you can take. I mean, you can take it past the 30 days. I just like to give it. I just like to supplement it within third with with thirty day, with uh with thirty day subscriptions to, so. You know, I just like to give that. I like to give that to my clients because a lot of health coaching, out here is very expensive. A lot of your detoxes, cleanses, a lot of your supplements, even down to your protein powder, all of that stuff is very expensive. And it's a lot of people out here that want to take those things. Now, granted, I know that some people are against people taking detoxes or whatnot. Hey, I'm not against it. Not because just because I sell it, but I've never been against it. That's why I decided to sell it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell and or make anything that I do not believe in, that I don't believe works, that I don't that I do not believe have any health benefits whatsoever. I'm not just going to sell, you know, no oil, no snake oil. No, that's not what I do. You know, that's not my job as a health coach. I have integrity with my business. You know what I'm saying? My business has integrity. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do that. So when I say that this is a detox to get to help you get started, to help you get on the right path, everything that I have is to help you get on the right path. It's not to make you look like your favorite celebrity. It's not to make you look like a bodybuilder. It's not to, and I'm not promising that, and I'm not guaranteeing you that. And even in my personal training, I don't guarantee that you're going to look like no bodybuilder. No, because a lot of the clients that I work with are beginners. They're first timers. Uh, I work with I work with uh, a lot of older clients as well as, you know, uh, a lot of I work with a lot of female clients, you know. So I have and, and all of them are beginners. They're new. You know, they don't have any experience. So when I get them in the gym, I have to build a you, you have to build a particular program you know, for them. So on to, on to the topic. So I was reading this, um, this health article about from, this was on the CDC. <clears throat> I actually saw an article. I wish that I could, um, I wish that I could share the screen, but I actually saw an article on the Guardian a few days ago and it was talking about how STI or STD rates are at the highest numbers. I went to the CDC to see if there was any statistics that it could be correlated with. So 
So what I had read from the CDC is that the, the STDs have reached an all-time high for six consecutive years. Man, six consecutive years, STDs are at an all for for the sixth year in a row, STDs have been at its highest rate. Now, the last reporting was the end of was the end of the calendar year of 2019. As statistics are uh, a lot of studies are not taken year by year. They're taking over a uh, they're taking over a period of time. So it was more <coughs> in the last reported data, which at the end of 2019 was more than 2.5 million cases of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. These are becoming like record highs of STDs. So it says here that a nearly 30% increase in reportable STDs between 2015 and 2019. African-American or black people were five to eight times that of non-Hispanic white people that are that reported these STDs. Nearly half of all of the syphilis cases came from gay and or bisexual men. Gonorrhea rates were 42 times that of heterosexual men. The age, now look at this, the ages of young people between the ages of 15 and 24 make up 61% of chlamydia cases and make up 42% of gonorrhea cases. Hold on, let me, I'm reading this other article. Because it was something I wanted to show. So it says, this was, I thought, I thought that's pretty interesting. This was from the article on The Guardian. It talked about how changes in sexual behavior as COVID-19 restrictions lifted across the nations have also led to increases in STI rates. Y'all going off the chains. We cutting up. We cutting up out here in these streets. I mean, that's alarming. <sighs> that's alarming because every, if you notice, if you notice, most of what you are starting to see, most of your content on social media, most of your content on YouTube that is talked about and generated that I see you see on TikTok, all of the other stuff is in regards to relationships. If you look at dating apps, dating apps are hitting record high numbers of people as well that are on the apps. Everybody's swiping right on Tinder. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the hookup culture is crazy. You know, shaking booty is is at an all time high. You know, everything nowadays has is, is is very is very sexually driven. Which, for years, what have people always said in Hollywood that sex sells sex sales so things in regards to sex sales now granted on tv 40 years ago you had one uh and, and you have to put things into context because you will have people to say well they had sex on tv uh back in the 70s right i mean you have to just look at some people sometimes 
I mean, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to cuss them out, but you, but, but you have to just stare at people with that, with, you know, with that look sometimes, because people don't make no sense in trying to justify and trying to justify their wrongdoing. And not that I'm saying it's wrongdoing, not that I, you know, I mean, cause Hey, we all, you know, we all done been there. We all done been there. I, you know, but what I'm saying is, is that you have to tell the truth. You even you have to tell the truth, even if it condemns yourself. You have to tell the truth, even if it condemns yourself. So back to what I was saying. There was all, you know, there's been sex on TV for years, for years. But you only had what a few streams of media to get it right with your cell phone media is being streamed like it's nobody's business media content has increased if you look at all of the media companies that are popping up you remember a few months ago when only fans we're going to remove all of the pornographic material. It wasn't because they got holy and decided, oh, well, let's take these naked women that we have used to boost our platform. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. They are merging to become a media company to stream, um, to stream, like to stream media. They're, they're going to become a media company. I don't know if it's going to be like a YouTube or a movie, but I read up on it a few months ago. They're they're rebranding. They're rebranding uh, their services. You know, so media is being streamed. Companies are merging. If you look, every place got an app now. They got the Paramount app. The the Disney app. So if, you know, so all of that to say that sex is, is everywhere, you know, you can take your cell phone and you can see all the goods that you want to see all day long, all night long. You can get on your phone and you can meet the woman of your dreams or the man of your dreams right here on your phone. You don't even have to go out of your own house no more to even to even catch fish. Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. You understand what I'm saying? So this all goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, that health is beyond. When you were in school, when we were in school, we learned about these things in health class, right? You know, we learned about these things in health class. Granted, you don't see many health coaches and or personal trainers speaking on these type of things. But, you know, it definitely makes a difference. You know, it, you know, it definitely, um, it definitely is something that needs to be spoke on you know in regards to because if you think 15 to, from the ages of 15 to 24 they make up 61 percent of chlamydia cases that's insane 15 to 24 i mean at 15 I mean, you know, granted, like I said, you know, we shouldn't even we shouldn't even be doing that at 15, 16 years old. But they making up 61 percent of the cases. But when you go anytime you go on social media, and you see some kids up there, what you see them got their butts turned up to the screen or they on TikTok doing the, you know, Shaking it fast, the you know, everybody, all the uh, 
you know, everybody now, once again, like I said, we consume the dating content and the, everybody now was a dating coach and uh, um, teaching you, how, teaching you how to be an alpha male and all of this, you know, all of this other type of stuff, teaching you how to, uh, teaching you the game or how to bag women and, you know, all of this other type of um, foolishness. I mean, it's not fool. Yeah, well, yeah, foolishness that we see. I didn't want to use hard. I didn't want to say it in that way because I didn't want it to come off as if I was being judgmental because I'm not. You know, I've watched it. I know. You know, I know all about that type of stuff. You know, I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't born under no rock. You know, I got a desk. I wasn't born up under this desk. You know, I wasn't born, you know, sheltered. You know, I didn't live the, you know, I didn't live the life too. I got a life too. You know what I'm saying? So I don't never speak in the sense of like, oh, um, you know, I'm uh I'm mightier than thou. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that when you when you learn better, when you learn better, you do better. You know, everybody now, if you watch a lot of them dating content videos and you go through the comments, you go through the comments, they're young kids. You know what I'm saying? They're young kids that's that that's soaking all of this up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that is definitely something that you need to, you need to, you know, you need to think about as it says right here, as it says right here, nearly half make up, nearly half um, of your syphilis cases and your gonorrhea cases, 79%. And I was another, this was another statistic that I had read, 79% of all of your, this was on the CDC's website, if you want to go check, 79% of HIV cases, of new HIV cases are coming from male to male sexual contact. It's coming from male to male sexual contact. You know, I mean, that's serious. You know that I mean, that's serious. I mean, you know, you can fly your flag if you want to all day long if you want to. I don't care nothing about what you do in the privacy of your own home. I can't govern that. Don't care nothing about it. But. The statistics. Prove. Otherwise, for that particular lifestyle, the statistics prove otherwise, you know, and as a and as a black male health coach. When you look at the black community and you look at the the, the health statistics in the black community, we're at the top. We're at the top of the HIV pyramid. You know, I know magic has lived for 30 years with, with AIDS. I know that, or HIV or whatever. I know that they, you know, you see these commercials now where they have these, uh, these you know, these quote unquote pills or whatnot that can help you you know, live a long time or whatnot. But at the end of the day, you know, it's one of them things that you never get rid of. You know, in the top of, it just said right here, five to eight times more likely than anyone else that was reporting these STD rates. In 2019, for African-American or black people, they were 5.8 times more likely. They, 
That's you know what I'm saying. I mean, five, five, five to eight more times likely in these reportings that were reporting these than any other ethnic group. You understand what I'm saying? So when I speak these things, I'm not speaking them to uh, be mean or to be negative. But as a health coach who has done the research and who has done the statistics and has matched up the statistics and who really care about your well-being, I ain't trying to sell you some daggone course. Granted, I got courses. Granted, I got books. I got coaching calls. I got a whole bunch of other stuff that I that that I provide as a service. But my main service is to provide health consciousness. As I had said before, that's the main mission of JD Fitness and Nutrition and Dedicated Daily is to provide health consciousness. All of this plays into your health. I said this on another podcast. If you got, I I, I said it before, I said, what difference does it make if you have, what difference does a treadmill make if you go out here and you, uh, I can't remember how I exactly phrased it, but I said something to the liking of that, what difference does exercise make if you have these severe health problems if you what difference does running make if you drink uh, uh, a fifth of alcohol every night and you get liver disease live you know you get cirrhosis what what did your what did your running and what did all of your healthy eating what did that get you it got you nowhere you know what i'm saying if that is the road you have continued to go down I said, I also said that what difference does it make if you if you running and then you get HIV and get sick and die? Because you you can die from that. Granted, I know that it has been romanticized over the last how many of the years with these pills and they show the people all oh, they living healthy lives, da da da. da. What not, but you can still die from that. Now I know that, like I once said, that the you know the medication it prolongs your life, but it don't cure you from it. And until you cured, you still got it. You understand what I'm saying? Like so, so like I said, as a health coach, these you know you, you must know these things, you know. And and like I said, it's not for. It's not for, you know, and, and, and because the, because the statistics are not up for debate. It's not up for debate. Once again, like I said, I don't care what you do in your personal life. You know, I don't care if you a man and you go. You know, knock out 60 women a year. I have not. I, I care nothing about that. That's between you and them. And, you know. That's between you, them and God. I ain't got no care about what you're doing. I wouldn't know if you didn't tell me because I don't I don't ask about that. Somebody say, you know, somebody can tell me, oh, man, I did such and such and such and such and such and such. I don't I ain't one of them that's going to say, no, nah, man, you lying or what? Oh, I I believe you. I ain't you know, I'm not getting in that business with you because it don't make no difference to me. But what I'm saying is, is that when the what what uh what Jay say, you know, what Jay-Z say, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. You know, so I pull out the, you know, but like I said, the numbers don't lie. The statistics do not, you know, this, you know, the stats don't lie. So, um, you know, as, you know, like I said, it's something that you have to really be careful of and you really have to watch out for. Because, like I said, once again, you know, you, you live in a hookup culture, you know, so everybody hooking up, everybody freaking out, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, is 
that you know I, you, you can't you can't stop saying memes about sex and all that other type of stuff. Everybody a freak now, so people freaking out, and you gonna continue to see these increases because once again, you know, sex is all over the place. It's cool, you know, sex is the end thing to do, you know. These kids, they, you know, you bump your, you bump your music, you know, granted the music was, um, the, you know, the music was, was had, you know, the music has been bad for a long amount of time in regards to the messages, but there, you know, each generation that you listen to music, cause I'm a, you know, I'm a music fan. So I didn't listen to, you know, it ain't really much about music that you can't, you know, that you can tell me. So I've listened to all of it. And, and as you go along, it's, it's, it's as if each era of music loses a little bit of consciousness within it. You know, not that uh, not that they just dropping science on you, but it's just the, the level of conviction. You know, a lot of you know, a lot of things nowadays, it speaks with no conviction, no remorse, no. It's just no care in regards to anything, you know. It, it's just it's just reckless, you know. It's just reckless, you know. It just it just promotes a lot of reckless behavior. But I say in this other article that it was talking about how black men are at a very particular high risk of getting prostate cancer. Studies have shown that black men are more likely, and this was from the Charlotte Post, that studies have shown that black men are more likely to develop the disease than any other racial group and more likely to die from that illness. If you look at the counties all across North Carolina, that's the state that I live in, there are significant hotspots of life-threatening prostate cancer all over our state, and particularly in black men. This was from Dr. Andrew Armstrong, who is the medical oncologist at Duke Cancer Center. And if you look at the map of where life-threatening prostate cancer is, it's not isolated to the east, northwest, or the south. It's all over. Prostate cancer occurs in a walnut-shaped gland found in males that produce seminal fluid to nourish the transports to nourish and transport sperm in some cases the cancer is mild and requires little to no treatment while others can be aggressive and cause severe symptoms such as difficulty frequent painful or frequent or painful urination or pain in your back hips pelvis Black men are 1.6 more times likely to be diagnosed at an advanced state at an advanced stage of prostate cancer and are more likely to die from the condition. It is unclear why the occurrence is higher in black men, but genetics could play a role. Hmm. You know, uh, like food, uh, food, alcohol, all that other type of stuff that plays a factor in, you know, in cancer as well. So you also have to, you know, it don't make no good to cut all of the, to cut all the branches off, you know, to cut all of the branches off and not, and not, and not put the ax to the root. You know, you got to put the ax to the root of the problem. You have to look at a problem that's greater than a, than a decision you know you have to think sometimes as to how does how did you even get presented presented with the options to make the bad decisions you understand what i'm saying so you know you always have to look out you yeah you have to look out for that but uh definitely keep getting checked because i had done a thing last week about breast cancer so you know definitely keep yourself uh up to date go to the doctor you know i i I'm guilty of that too. I'm guilty of that too. You know, just running, you know, not caring, you know, no care nothing about no doctor. You know, I'm just going to keep running. And I'm going to run and I'm going to run and I'm going to run, you know, and you don't care anything about going to the doctor. But 
Um, as you know, as things have, you know, but as I become a health coach and I have started digging more into ailments and things that has wanted me, you know, it made me become a little bit more um health conscious in the sense of going to the doctor and you know keeping a check on your vitals and you know keeping a check on your blood pressure and things like that you know so that's definitely something that you might want to keep an eye on so like i said that article was from the charlotte post so that's you know that's serious you know cancer cancer of no form is you know cancer is not to be taken lightly under no form or no circumstance all cancer is bad cancer you know what I'm saying? So, um, let's see. I had another one that I wanted to, I had another article that I wanted to read. Okay. So, oh, I was reading about this place in California, Fort Bragg, California. They was talking about how due to the wells running dry that you know in droughts that this whole city that they don't even have any water that they're having to get water imported and pumped in from other from other surrounding counties because they actually I actually spoke about the Benton Harbor Michigan water crisis that was going on and I had talked about how in Benton Harbor they had a they're having another lead crisis as they had in Flint Michigan and this actually this actually could turn out to be worse than the than um than what happened in Flint Michigan you know it actually could turn out to be a lot worse because those, you know, they don't have any water. These cities don't have any water, you know. So uh, I think that they just recently within the within within the last few weeks, within the last maybe like two weeks or so. Just had started getting uh, just had started getting water in about two uh had just told their residents and just told their residents about two weeks ago that they needed to start just using bottled water and the mayor, I mean, not the mayor, excuse me, Michigan's. And I just read this article earlier. I had to go back and find it that Michigan Gretchen Whitmer, that, that governor, I remember she was the governor I remember back during the elections last year, you know, they was making a big deal about her because she she said something about some some people bought her some some buffs and she rocked like some some Gucci sunglasses, some Gucci buffs or something like that. And I seen, you know, people was making a big deal out of that. And they thought that that was, you know, so dope and they thought that that was so cool. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, hey, to each his own. But she's coming under fire now because of her sluggish response to the crisis. This crisis, people have been known about this crisis for the last few years. What they're saying now, what they're saying is, is that the lake is not contaminated. It's that the pipes are old and contaminated. You know, they're, they're saying that the water is not contaminated, but the pipes are contaminated, which is causing the water in the homes of the residents in Benton Harbor to be. Um, for that water to be, po you know, poison. That the that, that the pipes are causing that lead poison, because I had read with this. With the cot with the lead content that is in this water is vastly higher than the lead content that was in the water in the in Flint. And we all know how the Flint water crisis was. I mean, those people became displaced. They had to move them all. 
Benton Harbor is another area like Flint. It is a um, it's a low income. It's a low income area. It's a low income, uh, predominantly black area. So I know that. Like I said, that is kind of echoes. It kind of echoes like, you know, like Flint. So you uh, definitely I made a video about it. But it is definitely something for you. I'm not going to read this whole uh, article, but they said that now some of the some of the community uh, is rallying together, going door to door, making sure that everyone, you know, is getting the water because they recently just had the um, they recently just started getting shipments of bottled water because I don't think that now they can use the tap for anything now at this time and uh one of the one of the community leaders is a is a reverend and he said that it took gretchen whitmer three years to do something about this crisis that they have been known about this for a few years and she actually didn't take any steps that she didn't take any steps in doing anything to provide any, even any awareness. A lot of the people in the town didn't even know that their pipes was contaminated. That was kind of like what happened in Flint. A lot of those people, they didn't even know that the water source was uh, contaminated. But, but now, as I had done the article before, city officials, and reports had surfaced about three years ago. This was back, like I think, the mid mid twenty eighteen. You know, so that's uh that's something. And I don't want to take too too much time, but what I had read, you know, I had done a video about supply shortages and about how supply shortages were uh were affecting. We're starting to you, you're starting to see more of them worldwide. I mean nationwide, because I was reading where they were talking about it's becoming a canned goods shortage and because aluminum is becoming scarce. You know, aluminum is scarce now. So uh canned foods are becoming a little bit more scarce. That they were talking about how now people are starting to hoard food. I actually had spoke about this about two weeks ago. But it was just an article that I had read earlier today about where now that they're saying that people now are starting to hoard food. They were talking about how Thanksgiving, um, how that they're going to be shortages for Thanksgiving and that Thanksgiving will cause more shortages in the future. I know that I was reading where there are ships that are all in the um that are out in this that are out in the Pacific Ocean, those ship containers that are out in the Pacific Ocean, but they have no one there in those cases, there is no one to even get the supplies inland. You know, supplies are just sitting there. You know, no, you, you can't even get them inland. Uh, a lot of these factories and stuff, they're still operating on short staffs due to still due to some COVID restrictions, especially in certain states. Certain states have tighter restrictions than others, you know, but in these states, they are, you know, in these states is, you know, these people are, um, these places there, they still ain't open. They're still not open. So, is that that those supply shortages are definitely going to be interesting? And I had spoke about in regards to how the schools and how schools were becoming short on food. Now school well, but what I didn't know was until I had I kept doing further research is that it's a teacher shortage that's impacting the schools as well. I was reading this article right here where it was talking about how that. One that the principals across the country are saying that this is the most difficult year. This is more even difficult than the um, than the pandemic 
Yeah, in some states, they're seeing retirement rates as high as up to 38% of increases up to 38% um, over the last year. You know, there are 3,600 jobs across the state. I, this 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 particular article is from Fox in Illinois, where it says that it's 3,600 uh, teaching jobs that are unfilled across the state. And now it's even a shortage of substitute teachers as well. And a lot of states are calling up retirees, people that have retired. They're even pulling them back into the classrooms because you know, it's no one is no one to teach. So that's definitely something that, you know, that's definitely something serious because it's a right to public education. You know, it is a right to public education. So schools are already overcrowded. Most of your schools and your areas you know, depending on what county and stuff you live in, most of your schools in your areas, they not even they don't even hit this the, the distinction marker, let alone excellence marker. They don't even hit distinction markers. Like most of these schools, a lot of schools in a lot of areas, the public schools are, you know, the statistics for the public schools, they just, I mean, are are extremely just you know, extremely low. Schools ain't even making requirements. State, you know, they're not even making the minimums. You know, some states, they're only graduating like less than 50%. Some schools in districts is only graduating less than 50%, you know, of all a public school, you know, of, of all public school attendees. A lot of schools nowadays, uh, they're, they're overcrowded. You know, now I know that the charter schools are on the rise and a lot of people are pulling out of the, you know, are pulling out of public education uh, to go to the charter education, to go to charter education. So I know that that is leaving a lot of, you know, inner city schools and a lot of um and a lot of public schools, you know, um, you know, putting a, putting a lot of public schools in dire positions, you know. So I mean, I'm not gonna get into all of the school stuff, you know, because I've been on about an hour, but that's definitely something I wouldn't mind talking about on another on another, because I got a couple of more articles in regards to some pretty alarming things that I had read in regards to children and their education nowadays that I wasn't even aware of, you know, and it's, and it's pretty, and it's pretty frightening that, you know, we send our kids to school and a lot of the kids, they, they're not even learning anything, you know, kids ain't even, you know, that was even in, uh, in the state of California, I had just read in one article where it was talking about 75% 75% of the black boys in that state, in the entire state of California, 75% couldn't even read on grade level and or could not read and or not would even literate. Most of them couldn't even read. I mean, it's, it's terrible, but hey, that concludes the Sunday webcast. I do appreciate all that will watch this recording. I thank you all. Continue to support. I got some, I got some, I got some fabulous supporters. I got some fabulous supporters that are on my uh, that are on the Facebook group that is on uh, my Instagram page. They, you know, sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially when you're starting to build. You know, sometimes it's just you, you always working by yourself. So sometimes you don't get that, you know, extra, you don't get those extra eyes. Or, you know, some people, they don't treat it, you know, serious. Or some people don't even look at your, look at your stuff because you ain't got the, 
you know, you ain't got the numbers per se, you know, but to those, but it always is, it is, it's always wonderful when you can get, you know, some people who see what you're trying to do and give you light and give you support. You know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, it's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, you know, it's wonderful. And I thank all of my clients and I thank all of my clients that, uh, that get training sessions and that buy my care packages and they have supported my supplements or they, or they like all of my stuff or they, uh, send my newsletters out. Cause I've had a lot of, I had some of my clients, they starting to send my newsletters out. Uh, I had gave some of my, uh, newsletters to, you know, to some local churches. And I know some had accepted, some had declined, shame on them. But, um, you know, but definitely, but definitely, like I said, I thank those and may God bless those who, who support, you know, but hey, uh, my name is JD and this was the Sunday webcast. Go to Instagram, Dedicated Daily LLC. Go to Facebook, Dedicated Daily LLC. Message me, hit me up, DedicatedDailyLLC at gmail.com. I, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Appreciate it. Thank you.